The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore, filling in for Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 4th of September. In your Squiz today, a quick world news wrap, an update on our economy, California's maritime disaster, and Hurricane Dorian. This is your Squiz today. We're starting off today with a look at a few of the big world news stories of the moment. First up, Claire, the US have reached an in-principle agreement to start withdrawing nearly 14,000 troops from Afghanistan. There's been plenty of meetings between the Taliban and America's special envoy uh, trying to work out what the American withdrawal of troops from Afghanistan looks like. It's a pretty major breakthrough to get to an in-principle agreement. Now Donald Trump needs to uh, approve it, but what it would mean is the withdrawal of more than 5,000 troops in the next five months or so, and then a gradual withdrawal of those remaining troops. There's 14,000 US troops in Afghanistan at the moment. And there's plenty of other big world news stories. So what's happening with Iran? So French President Emmanuel Macron is attempting to salvage that deal that has been made with uh, plenty of world powers um, trying to curtail Iran's nuclear capabilities. You might remember the US pulled out of that last year and that was really the precursor to that sort of friction between the US and Iran. Uh, What Macron has done is he's got some representatives from Iran in Paris having talks about how to salvage that deal and Macron has put 15 billion US dollars on the table as compensation to Iran for oil sales that it's lost uh, to US sanctions. So they're hoping that smooths away. And over in Hong Kong now? So Carrie Lam, who's the Territory's chief executive, she was recorded at a private gathering saying that she has caused unforgivable havoc, she says. Uh, That's by kicking off this whole demonstration process over the proposed extradition laws that came from her administration. She says uh, that she would step down if she couldn't. Now that those remarks are out in the open, she says that she hasn't formally offered her resignation, but yeah, clearly she's in turmoil over what's happened there. Also in a bit of turmoil this morning, Boris Johnson. Yes, some Brexit news too. So Boris Johnson has lost his working majority in the parliament. There's been the defection of a Conservative MP to the Liberal Democrats. They only had a majority of one, so that's a bit of an issue. Yeah. The parliament is also um, debating at the moment its options to block a no-deal Brexit. It's having an emergency debate on that. If that is successful, then they will actually look at a proposal that would defer the UK's departure from the European Union until the end of January, which of course is completely contrary to where Boris Johnson was hoping to take these negotiations. So yeah, all very light and breezy this morning. There's a few things happening in the world. (laughs) And that's how you do world news in two minutes. (laughs) Hurricane Dorian is continuing its slow-moving trail of destruction in the Bahamas. There are reports that at least five people have died with thousands of homes destroyed, but it sounds like there's still plenty more to come from Dorian. 
Yeah, there's still not a lot of information about the extent of the damage there. That's because, uh, well, the Grand Bahama Island has had 38 hours of um, Dorian over it. Um, that started to move off now. It's now a Category 2 storm and it's not expected to cross the US coast, but experts believe it'll come dangerously close. Uh, the mandatory evacuations of millions of people are currently underway. As we put the podcast together yesterday, the families of those on a diving boat that caught fire off the coast of Santa Barbara were anxiously waiting news of their loved ones, but it seems it's the worst possible outcome. It does look that way. 25 people have been confirmed dead. There's nine people who remain unaccounted for. What police say there is that the 34 passengers were sleeping in a very tightly packed single room uh, with a series of bunk beds below deck. The sheriff there of the Santa Barbara police police said that you couldn't have asked for a worse situation. It's been called one of California's worst maritime disasters on record. Back home now, Michael Guider served 17 years in prison for the murder of Sydney schoolgirl Samantha Knight. He's due to be released tomorrow on a five-year supervision order. New South Wales Attorney General had argued for him to be held in custody at least another year. The uh, mother of, of Samantha Knight, Tess Knight, she said that she was, um, well, not disappointed but angry. Um, but also um, Guida had been jailed for drugging and abusing 13 other children and there was um, a victim of his um, who also expressed um, complete dismay and the concern is that he could re-offend. So, yeah, really a lot of, of anger around that one too. Over to the economy now, Claire. It's been 44 years since we had a current account surplus. Strong exports in iron, natural gas and coal, plus a low Aussie dollar have delivered our strongest ever, 5.9 billion. But it's not all good news. It's not all good news, you know, to follow our theme of light and breezy today. Let's get into a current account surplus. Yeah. Um, look, essentially what it means is our exports are going gangbusters. As you say, there's some of those commodities that are getting really high prices at the moment. Um, also, um, our imports have fallen um, a notch. So, um, that's certainly something that's quite remarkable given we haven't been in that position for 44 years. There's also uh, a bit of an account of investment there. But uh, retail sales, um, yesterday had fallen 0.1% in July and that points to some pretty nervous consumers which again points to the bigger issue that we have with our economy that it's just not revving as much as the government needs it to to then grow jobs and um, do other very good things. So yeah, those um, economic growth figures will be out today. Scott Morrison has already said that it's going to be pretty bad news but he also said not to be too nervous about it because what happens uh, in the following quarter, which we don't have any oversight of those numbers of yet, um, saw um, some cash rate reductions from the Reserve Bank and tax cuts that came from the government. I think if you do want some light to this story, it's the link to Glenn Campbell's Rhinestone Cowboy, which was number one the last <laughs> time we had a surplus of oh, the 70s. Oh, it's just a classic if you want that flashback. In some news that will hopefully ease the sting of being out of the US Open, Ash Barty is on her way to regaining her number one title. That's because even though she hasn't had a, a 
you know, particularly great result in the last um, couple of big tournaments. She's been very consistently getting through the rounds across the year. And so on her overall points, she's done extremely well for that consistency. So, yeah, incredible achievement again for Ash Barty. Before we get to the subject line today, a quick message from our podcast partner. Urban U connects you with high-quality, pre-screened and independent cleaners and Squizzes can get $30 off their first clean when they enter Squiz30 on checkout. There's a link to this offer in the email today, but I will also pop it in the episode notes. And so what is the subject line today? Can't go past Glenn Campbell this morning. As you say, Rhinestone Cowboy was the number one song in Australia the last time that we had a current account surplus. <laughs> so I've taken a lyric from that, which is there's been a load of compromising and um, that, of course, also tags in yeah. very nicely with our international wheeling and dealing story. There's a lot going on and a lot of compromises being made. I think you've outdone yourself today, Claire. That is a lot to get through. So well done. Well done. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone. If you enjoy listening each morning, please tell others about us. It's the number one way that we grow. And speaking of growing, a huge thank you to everyone that is continuing to aim for Squizhead status as well. We see your referrals coming in. You can always see where you're at in terms of referrals by checking the tracker at the bottom of your email. Have a great Wednesday and we will talk to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website.